podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Yes, Nigel, as we were speaking about um, your son and the dramas that your son has um, faced, and I remember, like, you, you sent me a message. You like, Spence, thanks for thinking up for my boy. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, I'm not, I'm, bro, I'm just keeping this thing. Well, I'm, I'm no Connor from when he, when he came over here. I remember they had a, um, they had the dinner over here. Ben Dewey he did a dinner for you and they had a dinner and I sat down speaking to Connor. And from then I've always liked the kid, a humble kid. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm yeah. just going off, I'm just going off of what I'm saying. And he, he phones me regular. So I said, Eva, your son is an incredible liar, right? Yeah. An incredible liar. Or I'm amazingly gullible. So, and that's the only reason why I was speaking the way I was speaking. So, you know, it, it is what it is. But do you think like a lot of that was the wrath of how you handled the British border control? Well, you know what it is like, like I said, Spence, it's like I'm not letting people take me over because at the end of the day, they didn't they said they didn't recognise the WBO belt and all that. And I thought, oh, okay, you don't recognise it, we'll screw you and rip the license up. Don't worry about you. You're not, you, you, you don't pay my rent. Mm. You know, and I thought to myself, you ain't treating me like that. And I'm just sick and tired of, like, you know, being used by back in them days, you know. I found all them kind of people in the board at them time, mate. Yeah, you know, they had, like, you know, Mickey Duff. They had all, all the other all jobs there. They had, I don't know, they had all them. The cartel. Had own cartel, you know what yeah. I mean? Nothing kept in there. So it was like this black guy, you know, who do you think he is? Nah. Forget that, mate. You ain't treat me like no sugar, honey, icy. I'm telling you, mate, I'll stand my ground. I'll stand my ground. And that goes back to what happened to my brother. Mm. I'm not letting nobody treat me like that. I'm not. I'm going to hold on to that. You know? And it's all, all I just want to respect. I respect people. Mm. You know, if you ain't going to respect me, I, I don't care. You What, my biggest night in my life in boxing, are you going to say you don't recognize it? Then screw you. Take that. Take that. Well, okay. it's, it's, it's amazing now, like how the British Border Control recognize the WBO the now. 100%. Right. 100%. But I want everybody to realize that yeah. it was Nigel Gregory Benton that brought that title <laughs> to these That's shores. Right. That's right. That's right? right. And look how many people follow from fighting that. Exactly. Kawasaki, everybody. Everybody. Right. Exactly. You know I mean Johnny Nelson? Steve yeah, Steve Collins, everybody. Everybody. So like with 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 your son now, right? Yeah. In the beginning he was kind of basing his style on you and his style of boxing now has evolved, right? Oh my god. Because he's oh my god. thinking. Yeah. I actually feel like, you know, when I look at Connor, I think myself, there's another level. See, I, I couldn't box like how he can box. He's another level. And he's learning. Tra- Tony's training him, but he's learning his trade. I see them there practicing day in, day out, day in, day Practice one shot for the whole week. Practice. They just practice, practice, practice everything. 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 And that's what I like. Everything. So it's not just like, you know, me, Crash Bang, like, go on, like, four, 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 three, two, blah, blah. It wasn't like that. Now, mm. I never had that. I never had no training. I, 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 oh, yeah, you're my, my training just used to my advantage. Just going in and fight, Nigel. <laughs> that was it. Connor's different. Connor's got a boxing brain. 
and now and now he's, and now he's watching. He's got a nice tight defense that he's been working on. That was the only downfall that it was didn't have a tight defense. Now he's got a tight defense, and he need now as he starts stepping up on a level, he's going to have to have that tight defense, and that's what he's been practicing now. How how stressful was it all of this? Um, the situation that in some ways, how stressful was it onto on on you and your family? I tell you what it was. I came back and I was doing um. Then the documentary with Frank Bruno, Eubanks and all that. And I actually ended up, what happened, because of like, you know, I'm on, I'm on medication, I ended up, without even thinking, I was drinking half a bottle of red wine a night for five months. Wow. And then, then I started getting depressed. Um I come home and my wife said, and then she was driving. She said, no, don't part like that. I said, no, don't talk to me like that. Please don't talk to me like that. Don't talk to me like that. It's like I couldn't handle anything. It was just like, and it's only because my meds wasn't working because I had, I was drinking wine. Not that much strong, strong medication, but it just kind of melted me out. And because I was drinking work, I said, that nullified it completely. Mm. And I don't even drink. That's the thing. I don't drink. I don't drink. I'm not drunk. I'll never drink anyway. My drinks are like Dubonny and lemonade and tea and I'm not a drinker. I don't like vodka, brandy, whiskey, what I can't drink them drinks. Drink one of them, I'm on the floor. I was never a drinker, but I just I just ended up drinking white red wine, would you believe? Red wine with, with Coke. <laughs> that was it. That was it. And I've done it for like Five months and I come home and I had to go and see my doctor and they tell me that like, you can't drink enough on your medication. So I had to kind of wean myself back up and clean myself all out again. But it really stressed me out because then what happened, see, I've done, sh- done a show, what was it? I've done a show with Frank Granola and I was up, I was up north all over the place doing my shows. Yeah, Gold Star Promotions. Yeah, yeah. Spencer Brown. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I've done... I done like what was it? I think I done about two thousand miles in like four days. And then like uh, 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 um, I was all over the place, from up to like Scotland, Glasgow, uh, uh, um, then to Blackpool, then to uh, Somerset, all around these kind of areas. And I was driving up and down. And then after that, I finished. That was on the Monday. Then I had to go and work with Frank Bruno. So I've gone straight from doing all them shows. Already messed up. And I've, and I've been training as well. But yeah, it's like I could have had a heart attack and died. And no one would, would have known because I was so stressed and my head was racing. And it was like, I just didn't know where I was. It was just like I was trying to work to just block out all this negativity. What should oh, it was that go? serious then. It was, it, was, it was that serious that what was yeah. happening to your son, like yeah. you were on... Affected my wife me, me on medication, my wife. and they yeah. went to drink because of the stress. Yeah, and, and yeah, and I don't even drink. That's the thing. That's the thing. I don't drink. I don't drink. I, I'm not. I don't drink. We don't have no drink in the house. Mm. We don't have drink in the house. We don't have no alcohol whatsoever in the house. I was never a drinker, but I ended up drinking red wine, and that was it, mate. And then for like you know for five six months, it was just I was all over the place. And it was like, I remember I was in my daughter's apartment and she lives up in this high building. Mate, I said, I feel like just jumping out the window. 
And she looked at it. I just got back. And I said, that's what I said to her. I said, Dad, what are you saying? I said, I'm sorry, darling. I just burst out crying. I didn't know. I was just, mate, I was in a really, really low place watching my son from someone that could end up being a mega multimillionaire. Then all of a sudden, he's scratching around in, in, in struggling with his own mental health issues. So, mm. and I, I tried to be strong for him, but I wasn't strong for him. Mm. Yeah, it's really hard. The whole family, we're, we're all, we're all struggling. And then I look at, you know, the, the board for that, uh, Robert Smith, mate. I mean, yeah, there's so much things I know about him, mate. But anyway, we won't even go there. We won't even go there. But you know what? Mate, because you know what it is? It's like, I think, you know, I think they're just out, out for Connor because of me. He ain't done nothing wrong. But you know what it is, mate? They get their comeuppance. They will get their comeuppance. I guarantee you, they get their comeuppance. So, so how do you... you know, even, even, even all them people like them, um, like Jordan and TalkSport uh, and all the rest of them, that, that little, little smarmy little Spencer, whatever you know, I mean, Oliver Spencer, the only little smarmy little... You know, if I love the backhanding, but you know, and I get Nick. But the difference is, you know, if not one of them on, on, on TalkSport, they say, you know what? Let's get somebody to fight for Connor. No, they had all the negative people. They had the boxing ball. They had all the all the people. So they're all like they're all they're all, all like stirring, stirring, stirring. That's what they're all about. Just all stirring, all yeah. Instead of like you know, look this way because you know what it is. Look what happened to Amir Khan. They didn't do nothing, did they? They waited a year and said, "Oh, look, we found a year." But then with Connor, you find that in two seconds. And yet, Connor spent. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands to clear his name. He didn't go and say, like, you know what, you know, I'm not wasting that money, man. Five and a half a million or whatever that he spent on it. He's clearing his name. My son is not a drug tree. I know my son. He's got the same DNA as me. And if I look at like his testosterone's natural, he ain't got no he ain't he ain't gonna cheat. It's not who he is. It's not thing that you know. Like, he's gonna look his little son in there and think like, you know, I, I cheated for you, son. That's not my. That's not my boy. Yeah, and I know my son, and I stood with him, and I will stand with him all the way through until we get victory. Until we get victory, you know, the the boxing ball can throw what they want, but you know what? They're not gonna hold Connor down. They're not gonna hold the innocent man down. But all in them Jordans, the the, the Olivers, the, all these kind of people that sit around in little smarmy little shits. I'm sorry to say, mate. They all sit down, they all stir, and all yeah, all this. All, that's all. Yet yeah, not one of us said like, you know, let's get somebody here from Connor's side, like, you know, to speak. But you know what? All they want to do, all they want to do is stab him in the back. And a lot of them are terrible. One of Chris and I go right then. Oh, when he, they don't want to go there because it's, the it's gonna. You know, that's the that's just part of life. It's gonna. It's going to. It's 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 gonna be now. It's gonna change now, but simply because um, we, we hopefully. Well, it seems like he, he's off now, so um, he'll be able to fight again. So yeah, the same. Uh, so uh, so how it goes is the same ones. You know how it goes. See the difference. See the difference is he can't fight America. He's been cleared by the um, Vada. They've all mm. cleared him. So it's not at the end. They it's only like just like me. I say, Connor, go and go and fight abroad. Go to Dubai. Don't, don't you have to worry about you fighting in England no more. Mm. You've already been cleared, son. Go and do what you've got to do. Stuff them about giving them a, a percentage of your hard-earned money after they try to stab you in the back. Mm. You know what? May, may God's hand be heavy upon these guys. May God's hand be heavy upon them. 
till they come to a true place of repentance, that they have a change of mind, a change of attitude, and a change of direction. Because mm-hmm. they ain't doing no good at all, mate. Because there's so many things that happen in boxing and with a boxing board. How can it take a year to find out Amir Khan when he fought Kelbrook? A whole year? Really? Really? A whole year? And yet in two seconds, you're on Connor like a rash. You're on mm-hmm. Connor like a rash. I ain't got to say no more. People know. People know. You know what, Nige? Like, let's, I, I don't want it on a, on a, on a negative. I want to put it up. On no, a, no, no, on a, on a positive. And I, I can understand your, and I can understand how you're feeling. Yeah, I mean, I understand how you're feeling because we're speaking regularly right throughout, right? So, right. So I can understand how you're feeling. It was like, I interviewed Connor and like, and Connor threw a question to me. He goes, what? He goes, he goes like, I'm innocent, Spence. I'm innocent. So he was interviewing, so I'm innocent. And he goes, what do you think, like, Tony will treat, would know. So you think Tony would lie for me? Do you think Eddie Hearn would lie for me? Right? So you threw that question at me. So me being smug, I said, I'm going to be real with you. Yeah, I do think they'd lie for you. I do think Eddie Hearn would lie for you. I do think, Connor, I'm not saying it in a way that they would actually lie for you. I'm saying like, when you've got someone's back, you've got someone's back. So you got, if you're someone's my guy, I'm going to go out there. I'm going, I am going to get my way for him. Right? So maybe it got misconstrued or misinterpreted, like he's thinking, like, I was calling those guys a liar or, or that they're lying for him. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying, like, if you've got someone's back, you've got someone's back. The difference is here with you, Nigel, is, like, you were you were accused of, of being a drug street. And I remember when I was down, when I first started promoting, and you helped me out a lot then, so I have to, I have to thank you so much for that. When I just started out, when I just retired from boxing, and started promoting, yeah, like, yeah. And you'd come out the way you come out your way. You and your dad, um, Mr. Dixon, God rest his soul in paradise. You'd come down mm. the gym. You'd spar the white collar guys. This is Nigel Ben, you know. You'd come down. You'd do all those kind of things. So when you've got that kind of link up with someone, you don't want to speak nothing bad of them. But then also, right's right and wrong's wrong. Now, yeah. I've stood again, I don't think your son's a cheat. I'm, I've stood by it. And I'm not saying yeah. I'm talking to you because you've seen, you sent me the video. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I know, and I'm a son. Right. I, mean, I, wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't come and sit here with you, Spence. If I thought my son was a drug treat or whatever, I wouldn't even be, I wouldn't even be talking. I'm saying, no, you know, he's got to deal with it his way. That's, that would be, I said, I, 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 he'd deal with it. But I just know my son. I watched my son broke down in my arms, crying, holding me. Guy, judge you don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. And because I was away with him training, we was training for the best. Shape. I don't know why. What this brought this on. I don't know if because when you saw the picture of you, Banks, and he's kind of lying short, he looks so drained and all that. And I understand when Chris Hughes was saying, like, you know, they had to kill my son. Like, he trained us all down to like. I think he got to 157 or 59 or something. It's meant to be 157. He looked ill. Mm. I'm glad the fight never happened. Because mm. at the end of the day, I, I'm glad it never happened. Wait, I'm going to fight him at 160. Matt fight him at 165. Who cares? You still annihilate him. I know he will. Connor's mm. more stronger at middleweight than he is at welterweight. Because like, he walks around at tall stone. Yeah, I know he walks so, around. I mean, I I like him to fight Kelbrook, um, Eubanks, and I like him to fight Smith. All of them. All of them. I don't sweat. I do not sweat them. I know my son's capability. I see him, I've seen I've seen him in the gym when he needs to have some tough spa with Felix Cash. I mean, we're talking about wars. 
And yet standing there, mate, when he was at welterweight and he was like middleweight, and Connor just had the wars of him, wars. And mm. then like hitting hard, you know? So, but I know my boy. I know my boy. There's certain guys that I know that he can fight at middleweight, but I didn't start welterweight. I would like him, me personally, I'd like him to fight at, win a title at welterweight, win a title at light middle, and try and win a title at middle. Yeah. Because I know, you, you know, you know, you know firsthand the reverberations of what can happen in the sport and the damage that can happen. Yeah. You go back to your fight, February of 95, that was you and Gerald McLennan. Uh, yeah. Right, you were close. Even though you and Michael Watson fought each other, but you two were very close. You know what I mean? Because I remember it was, what was it? Yeah, it was it was when you were in the studio, you, Nick Owen, Ambrose Mendy, Barry Hearn, and Chris Eubank, senior. Yeah. And you said, I really do hate him. I do. I hate him. It's like, no. That's a bit, that's yeah, a bit that's, yeah, I know. That's yeah, quite yeah, cool, uh, right? That, 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 that's, that's like a young man that, you yeah. know, Right. I didn't like him, but I didn't want to use that word. I hate because yeah, yeah, I know. But of that time, of that time there, but you've seen how serious this sport can be. You've seen you know, like yeah, a man yeah. nearly, a man nearly uh-huh. died at your hands. So um, yeah, so I, yeah, but well, yeah, but you know what it is. You got to understand. He went from light middle to middle, and then straight up to super middleweight. So it's like me. It's nowhere in God's green earth that I'm going moving up fighting them like heavies. Them guys that, you know, they they bang me into tomorrow. I know my limits. Mm. I know my limits. I would like, you know, he's gone straight up the ways and he's he's gone in there. As much as he's a puncher, he's a bully. Mm. And so now he's come at their feet, another guy that's going to, who can just punch just as hard as him and who's determined just like him. And I was. I wasn't going to let him beat me that night. By hook or by crook. Well, in in that fight, when you got when you got hit, you went down in the first round, right? Yeah. And he punched you through the ropes. Yeah. That was serious, right? Yeah. Um, and you 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 get back up and you carry on yeah. fighting. I remember the the late great and people and he's a great Denny Mancini because I remember Denny Mancini. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Right. He's Same the to one. That, he's the one that. He's the one that turned the fight for me. I know. Because you come on, Nigel. Look at the state he's in. Look at the state he's in. I'm like that. Really? I did, I just kind of, I thought, really? And since then, I said, ring the bell. Watch the second round. I'm chasing him around. Mm. I'm chasing him around. I, after something happened in my subconscious that I didn't even know that existed. I didn't even feel any of his shots. Even when he put me down in round eight with a half punch, half slip, went down. I remember giving up a couple yeah, of kind of like back of the head, that shot. It was a back of the head shot. Yeah, but I didn't, yeah. I didn't feel that. I just got up and I just carried on. I thought to myself, nah, you know what? I just knew that I was going to beat him. I just knew I wasn't going to let him uh, uh, um, yeah. tell her, my friend. Hey. How you doing, champ? I'm good, you? Yeah, I know you're you're, you're, you're very oh. good. You're very good at football. Your dad always talks about you. Uh, yeah, I am. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. Levi. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah, so look, I, you pulled I, that I, out I of the bag. Yeah, but yeah, but you know what it was. 
spent so much man. You know what it is? See, I'm still messed up. So you gotta understand, I'm still messed up from my brother. Yep. All right. Well, you to understand. So get the get the picture now. Look, see, because I was always into my rage. After the fight, all I wanted to do was go down to Ministry of Sound. <laughs> yes, liar. <laughs> <laughs> That was it, mate. I just wanted to say yes, yes, yes. Because you know what it is? It was just like I was a party animal, mate. I was introduced to things like, you know, certain drugs. I was introduced, so it's like, and I've been bashed up, but I didn't care because I just want to go out and party. But when I come out, I come out with a damaged nose, damaged jaw, urinating blood for three days in the shadow of my brain. But I just want to go out. Me and my wife, we went through kind of murders because, like, I was sleeping and she'd kind of keep pushing me. I said, I'm, I'm all right. Because, you know, a lot of people, when they, you know, they, they just pass out, they get brain hemorrhage or whatever. And I just, so she kept kept me up for, like, you know, all night, really, just kind of making sure that I just didn't. But, yeah, mate. So, see, so you, you got one side of my life, and then you got another side of my life. Yeah. So what would you, what would you say, what would you say was the highlight of your career as a fighter? Do you know what, Spence? All I wanted was a terrace house like my dad. My dad had a cool team in Mark II. All I needed was a BMW. I just wanted a terrace house like my dad. I didn't want much. I thought my I dad had made it. I thought my dad had made it. And it so, so for me to be two-time world champion in the Guinness Book of Records, inducted to the Hall of Fame, wearing the best super middleweight in history with WBC, along with Joe Kawasaki, and my face permanently on the belt. Mate, my whole career, I'm not just going to pick out one fight. I had a great, even the fights that I lost with you both, the fights that I lost with Watson. Mate, I just had a full career. I can't believe it. I retired at 32, Spence. 32. Mm. What? I'm living in lovely house in, in Australia. I've been like, mate. Nad, Nad, you're being humble. You're, it's more than humble. I've seen the palace that you're living in, my friend. It's a beautiful home. Yeah. And you've yeah, got your family. Just, yeah, I'm, I'm living the dream. And you know what it is? It's fine. But you see what it is? You, you can have... See, it's not really about that materialistic life anymore, mm-hmm. Spence. It's not about that because at the end of the day, I give all honor and praise to God for keeping me, keeping my mar- marriage, been with Caroline 32 years, who stood by me through thick and thin, a man that's cheated enough for 16 years and confessed all these things to her. And yet, she stayed with me, not because, like, you know, that I've got the money. She owns everything. Everything that I have is because of my wife and because of God. That That's it. That is, the, oh, it's not about, so, we're, oh, yeah, you achieved this. But when I said I've achieved this, but there's still everything that's linked that bad with me, the the affairs, the drug use, the addictions, the sex addiction, the drug addiction, the ecstasy addiction. I never had cocaine. Just want you to understand it. Never in my life have I ever, ever, ever took spliff and ecstasy. They, they were my weakness. I was hooked on them. So, and that brought me to a kind of place where, like, because I never dealt with what happened to my brother, took me all through all this, all through them, dark places for many years. I had one of the little pills. Boy, mate, I was gone. I was gone. Gone. 
it took me away from that dark place. And so there's a lot of things that, you know, that, that, that I went through. There's only when I came to faith that, mate, my life changed. And I'm happy. I'm, I'm, I'm content. I like, I don't even go out much. I like living in my house. My wife works at church all the time in life. So now I do the after dinner speaking, which I've been doing from the 90s. But after next year, I come back mostly April to June, and then October to November. But now I'm only going to do once a year because I really want to help these. God's given me a, a, a heart for these broken men that are struggling with drug addiction, struggling with sex addiction, struggling with alcohol and all that. And a lot of these things that I've been through, but now I can help these men. Christian men, we're not talking about like worldly men. Worldly men don't understand who Jesus but Fallen brothers, they're the ones that I want to help. I want to put them back on the right track. And I know God's given me the talent to do that. And that's what I want to do. That means more to me, being able to help a man from not divorcing his wife, from not leaving his kids, to be able to keep his family together means more to me than any world title ever. And you know, one thing is, in my whole life, I always wished in my life that was faithful to my wife. That means more to me than ever winning a world title, to know that, you know what? She's the only woman I've ever been with. I was faithful to her. That, that would, that would, that would be it. Because you know what it is? It'd be nice to be able to say to your kids, you know what? No, I've only been with your mum. That's it, mate. One person. Instead of hundreds and girls and doing all this, you know, so, so there's a lot of things that are pain that I've got to live with, but you know what? It's like the scripture says, when the sun sets you free, you're free indeed. And I feel free. I feel blessed. I feel honored and privileged that I've come out the other end. There's so many people that are stuck in the middle and they don't know how to get out. They don't know. And they're struggling. They're in depression. There's a lot of boxers that do that. A lot of boxers, they've gone out, they finish boxing, they walk next to it, and half of, half of them want to put half a pound of gear up their nose. Do, you know, do this and do that. And, you know, them kind of drugs like, you know, um, cocaine costs lots of money. You get hooked on that, not me. I get a little fella, I get them free. I never pay for nothing. I never pay for nothing. I'm not saying I'm a cheapskate, but, but that's what life was like. That's what life was like, Spence. It was, I'll actually have to say, going through that rave scene was actually one of the best part of my life, even though the saddest part of my life. It was something where I learned a lot about myself because me going through that, it brought me to faith, helped me to deal with all the issues that I had in my life. Mate, now I can look and think, wow, my gosh. I'm 60 in January, and yet I feel like I'm 30. <laughs> I train every day. I think that's, that's, you know, me and my wife, we train together now. It's taken me years to get my wife to train with me, but we, we, I train twice a day, every day, every day. So that, that, is, that, that is my medicine, the fitness. And plus, we, 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 uh, me and my wife, we, we follow naturalists about things to eat. I eat dandelions. Like, you know, in my garden, I'm dan- I just pick them up and eat them. Good for you. Drink dandelion tea. Just whole life has changed. Whole life has changed, mate. I'm at peace, Spence. I'm at peace. That's the most important thing. I'm at peace. Regardless about the materialistic things, I'm at peace with myself. Nigel, Ben, it truly has been an absolute pleasure 
speaking to the former Dark Destroyer, and now you're the Light Protector. That's it, mate. <laughs> yeah, that's, that sounds good to me, mate. That yeah. sounds good to me. Nigel, Ben, I wish you all the best. I can't wait to see when Connor's back out. You know I mean? Yeah. And, and Maybe keep, out soon. Trust me, keep... Because the lots of stuff that you said is going to be a great um, inspiration to other males out there who are fighting certain addictions. Um, yeah, yeah. You know what? And I, I can't, I'm, I'm looking forward for you to, to, to start your, your ministry of work that you're going to do. I'm yeah. looking forward to it. That's, that's all it is, mate. That's, that, that is what God's called me to do. Nothing else really matters. Nothing else really matters. You know, it's because a lot of times I've been working in the world too much, you know what it is. I want to really do what Jesus called me to do, mate. Let's help these broken men. That's my goal. That's my. That, then I can say, you know what? I'm doing what I'm called to do. Amen. Nigel Love Ben, you, thank you very much. Take care. God bless, sir. God bless you. Sports Social Podcast Network.